Hi, James here. Welcome to the PowerWorks Light Podcast. Glenn and I have got some wonderful curated bits from a much longer podcast that we did. You're going to love it. This is something to just fill that void, something to give you some distraction, something to make you go, hmm, maybe you need a cubicle bomb. Well, here it is. What are we going to be talking about? Waste? Drinks of champions? What do we drink on the show? Chrome and helicopters. How does that come together? You're going to love that. We're also going to be talking about the Avalon, the Tita, and how the little things that you do are going to keep your automobile running. All that lumped into one tight, light podcast. Here we go. Here's Glenn. It's PowerWorks Light. You know what's amazing to me is like the message hasn't changed. No. I, I was sat, I would, it would be, it's over 20 years ago. So it's probably, what, it's, you know, it's 25 years ago. I would have been sat in my, as we would call it in the UK, year five, um, 26 years ago, year five. So it's before, it's, it's the penultimate year of what we call junior school. Uh-huh. And our teacher there, everyone's got like a couple of teachers that really has a, effect on them right and yeah. leaves an impression and, and he did mr mate his name was mr mate yeah and he I was said, hey mate he was really really cool <laughs> okay. he's one of the main reasons i love vw's because he had a, a scirocco of course all good teachers had scirocco yeah a new one when it, the mark ii when it came out and then he also he was running to his motorbikes and he had a limp because he'd come off of his bike uh-huh. when he was younger and one of his legs was you know this is like yeah. happened in the 80s there's no there's no way they're going to sort that out in a surgery, yeah. you know, in them days. So he had a limp, but he was really, really cool. And he sat down and told us, we're going to run out of oil. There's going to be wars over it. There's going to be wars over the currency that it's traded in. This, 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 and this. And he said, but all of that's irrelevant because it's going to kill the planet first. Yeah. And that was, like I say, 25, 26 years ago. Now, nothing's changed <laughs> at all. Same conversation. Except for we use more of it. Yeah, and the planet's degrading quicker, and it's has the urgency changed? Yeah. Total Oil came to see me on Saturday, no Sunday, and the guy's walking around the shop, and he said to me, "I'm the only." And he said, "This is not blowing smoke. This yeah. I am the only garage, the only garage that he deals with. And Total is everywhere yeah. here because they're a fantastic brand. Yeah. The only garage that." will not accept plastic cartons with their oil in, in spite of the fact that they're 15, 16% cheaper mm. because we don't like the plastic waste. Yeah. I won't have it. I won't save 15% on oil to throw plastic away. It's yeah. not acceptable. It's yes. just not acceptable, is it? I mean, some of the cars we keep on the road, they're killing the place. Yeah. So it's our job to keep them on the road as best as we can, but I'm not going to go and throw plastic in the bin because I know, cynically or whatever you want to call it, that these these things are getting dumped, not yeah. necessarily yeah. properly, yeah. and they're not being recycled. Well, look, even if they are being recycled, that, that, well, that plastic at some anyways. point, it's going to end up either in landfill, it's going to end up wherever it is, it's going to get burned. It's Either way, that, that petrochemical product, yeah. the container is having an impact on the environment. It's, 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 house, it's unreal to mm-hmm. me. Like we just had, we so Total won't be the only brand. They just told us, look, this is your warning. The end of the month, told us a couple of weeks ago, 14% increase on oil price. Yikes. Now, 
obviously now we've got to hedge a little bit, but the cash isn't there. We need yeah. to buy some oil quickly at the lower price so we can slowly implement the increase. Mm. Otherwise, somebody that's paying, let's say, 500 dirhams for their oil on a service is yeah. going to have to pay 600 dirhams. Yeah. yeah. No one wants to do and that. It, and, and it's, that's, a lot of people haven't earned a salary for over a year. Yeah. Or, 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 salaries, salary. or salaries have been cut. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it's, it's tough. People are still losing jobs. So the answer is go to plastic cans and get it cheaper and you don't have to, no. Yeah. No. It's, it's not, it's non-negotiable. They should, be, they should be rewarding you for being. It's non-negotiable to me. It's absolutely yeah. non-negotiable. And obviously, you know, I mean, they, they were staggered. We, we'd got one of the old oil drums. We cut it in half down the length and then the two halves that we got that would sort of like you'd make a barbecue with. Yeah, yeah. We cut those in half and then made four bins that we screwed to the wall for the, each ramp has got a bin. We had a full barrel at our end bin and the other far ramps have got these little quarter of a barrel bins that are screwed to the wall, which just keeps the place tidy. Yeah. And he was in there, he was, he was staggered. Oh, I was taking pictures. I'm going to send these to the head office in Paris. And we've, obviously this, this won't go out now until they've moved. So it's cool to let it out of the bag, but we're making a seat out of a drum. Okay. Not the old rubbish one where people just take the top of it off and put yeah. a cushion on it. We've put it on its side and we're cutting the back out of it. And, oh, nice. And, and it's going to look quite cool. Now we're going to paint it up in We Will Fix It colours and give it to Colin as a moving in present for their new office, right? Yeah. Probably won't want it because it's not going to fit in with the nice swanky place, but it's something and it looks cool. And he saw it when we were making it and he said, I'm all about that. So I thought, okay, we'll let him, we'll give him the first one. Plus it's the first one we've made. It might be rubbish. Yeah. We use it as a training exercise before we put one in our reception. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> So he was taking pictures. Guys, this is incredible. I want to. I want to send this to Paris and let them know about it and let you know. Yeah. And it's like there are there are people that care, but are there enough people in in enough influential positions that care? Yeah. That's the concern because you get to a point where there's too many there's too many people losing out. If things change, like then it. those people at the moment yeah. are so powerful because of the money they, yeah. they hold that it's impossible to ignore them, surely. I, 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 I'm, I, I hope Total and I hope all these oil companies wake up and say, okay, well, we'll use recycled containers, etc. But the, the one with Total, it, it, it just boggles my mind in a sense when he's, when he's talking about this because that same gentleman who's going to go back to Paris, go back to the head office, is going to go to, you know, the Carrefour Express and he's going to want to buy, you know, some pasta and, yeah. and whatever, whatever, and he's going to get to the counter. There are no bags yeah, yeah. at Carrefour. any grocery store anywhere in France. Yeah. Like you can't get... You, yeah, I mean, they've implemented it here now as well, haven't yeah. they? On some of the sites. They've I mean, not done the main ones You yet. can't get plastic. Like at all. And there you go. So So you bring your own thing, you bring instant change of the thinking. Well, this has to happen in all industries and you know, okay, so we don't want to have things. So then they make a better storage system where they can drop off barrels for you. Or you go to Carrefour now. And uh, I noticed obviously the, the detergent section, right? You washing laundry detergent. There's a bottle that you have to bring back and refill. Yeah. And that's, that's great. And then I noticed on the um, dairy and, um, fresh aisle there was eggs loose in yeah. a basket with exactly. bring back your own egg container what a great idea fantastic idea it's time to start doing this stuff yeah yeah I was, like, yeah, I was over at Tavola the same thing you could get all your cleaning supplies instead of going buying another Clorox container or whatever you're using just go and fill it up there yeah. we go bring your, bring it back and fill it up it's like 
That's too big to what, what do you got there? What are you drinking today? Is that a, are you just drinking tonic or is that a Red Bull it's lemon? A tropical Red Bull. Oh man. Yeah. Is, it, is it any good? No. <laughs> It's fine. It's great. Red Bull yeah. send me all the it's people. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah. It's better than the other stuff that tastes like, like the, the true Red Bull. I always think it tastes yeah, the, like. the original. I think if you're going to do Red Bull, you do the original. It just right? tastes like. Yeah. Do you know when you make jelly, jello? Uh huh. When you make it with the powder? Uh huh. I always think it tastes like that. Okay. With toilet cleaner in it. <laughs> So basically, Red Bull will not be sponsoring us, is what you're telling no, me. I mean, I, I obviously got it to do a job, and there was other options there, and I always go for the Red Bull. I just wanted the coconut one, which okay. they didn't have. Co- did, really? There's coconut-flavored Red Bull? Yeah, the white can, yeah, but they didn't have it. And you drink that? Yeah, that one's actually all right. Okay. Yeah, I'm a big thing. I've got a big thing for coconut. Coconut. So you like the pina colada? No. No, but it's coconut. It is. It is but coconut, but there's, you know. No, you, you draw a line. There's, yes. <laughs> you know, if, if it didn't look as pina colada as it looks, it might be a bit better. Just feel like sort of, you know, Barry Manilow. There you go. And that, that is not a I bad think, thing. That's all I think of when I, when I see it. And it you know, it's the Copacabana. Yeah, they're Copa, Copacabana. Yeah, so it's I, the hottest town north of Havana. Barry Manilow, Barry Manilow will not be appearing on the podcast either. <laughs> there we go. Uh, well, I, you know, I'm just, I'm just sticking with the juice. You were asking what's in here. The you don't know, do you? you no, forgot, I, at the point of like the 17th fruit so, and vegetable item. So the thing is, this is a combination juice because I had a little bit of the morning smoothie left over, and the morning smoothie had some orange, yeah. apple, pear, papaya, and pineapple. Okay, cut with a banana, yeah. and a little bit of. Um, uh, creme fraiche but strawberry you know just one little spoonful in and then i made that up as the the morning sort of smoothie and after you'd wash the dishes well no then i had a little bit left and i was making up the old vegetable juice and so this one is actually an easy one this is just a couple of carrots some cucumber and tomato that's some guy that you followed that jason vale that's right yeah. yeah so i did i did that and then i thought well i've got this leftover other juice so i just poured it in and that's what it looks like it's uh a bad transmission. Not too offensive, though, is it? No, no, no. And it tastes really good, actually. You can tell that it's fruity. Yeah. So there's a little bit of that in. So it's, uh, you know, keep that keep that handy so yeah. I don't forget to drink it. It just becomes a meal. It, you know, that's the other side is you, know, you start having these there's things. Lots of roughage. There's a lot of roughage. <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, you know, there's... there's. I, I had put in some spinach into one, and I just ran it through the old, the ninja. And so just threw it in, and, and that's all always good. But man, it. Uh, Amy it, made uh, Amy made some green pancakes the other day. Really? She was like, because I don't really like banana. Okay, it's blend it's the, yeah. the taste of it is okay, but it's a texture thing. Okay, that's like it's, it's like me and mangoes. I want, yeah, yeah, I like mango the taste, but I don't like the texture. It's one of it's, those things, isn't it? But yeah. it's okay in like a shake. Yeah. So she made these banana pancakes, which are all good. Uh-huh. But she, I was like, what's wrong with this banana? Pancakes are green. She's like, no, there's spinach in there. And she blended the Nutribullet in the Nutribullet. Yeah, she blended yeah, the spinach yeah. in there. Yeah. They're actually all right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, pretty good. You had no idea there was spinach in them at all. I mean, yeah. they were dripping in honey. Right. So you couldn't taste anything. So they weren't, you know, they didn't turn out to be the uh, the most healthy, but they were 
you know. There's spinach. I never yeah. thought of doing that. But no. it's it's amazing what you can put through the the Nutramix or the, yeah. the Ninja. I mean, it's amazing the yeah. things that you can actually do. I saw one the other day. It's uh, three ingredient gooey fudge brownies, and it's made with banana, mm-hmm. cocoa, and Nutella. Gooey, yeah. And that's all it is. Mm. And then you you put it into the dish, and I I don't know if you just let it even just set. Or let it, yeah, let it set and get cold, and then you just kind of scoop it out. And apparently, it's pretty good. But I'm thinking Amy makes black bean brownies. Well, really, really nice. I like the recipe for that. Yeah, yeah, she makes them. They're really, really nice. Black beans. Yeah. So soak up the beans and yeah. So they're really and they're really fudgy. All right. You wouldn't. Well, I mean, they're not. They don't taste of black beans. Okay. And I like black beans anyway, but I'm not sure about black beans and chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, in a fish water or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but yeah. now she makes black bean brownies and they're really good. Right, I want to try those. I'll get to uh, make some for the next time. Okay, fire the recipe over yeah. to you. You know, that makes me think of some of the old shows I used to do with uh, good old chef Andy. I got to go back and call some of those up because those yeah, are just classic. On the, yeah, on the What's going on in the shop? Now that we're like, you know, 45 minutes into the conversation. <laughs> yeah, top of the notes, what's going on in the shop. Yeah. I just, uh, the, the the biggest thing at the moment is, we like one of the biggest problems I've got in there now, we've got two two vehicles where the, the customers have supplied parts. Oh. And we're on the third attempt now with, with aftermarket parts. And it's sort of like, you know, we're willing to help, of course, and we don't want you to have to spend unnecessarily if you, yeah. if you can help it. But we we get to that awkward conversation where we just say, look, we've only charged you once for the labour and we've done the job three times. What do we do? We need yeah. to. We either supply you the right part, or I'm sorry, you're going to have to pay what you owe and, and yeah. take the car away because we can't keep doing it. Because yeah. it's not even the matter of taking the parts on and off. In this instance, it's the thermostat housing and one of the pipes that connects onto it on a BMW. Thank you. Whoever invented this, <laughs> there was a, there was a smart idea at the time, and it hasn't held. Yeah, the test well, of it's time. just like it's not perfectly made the housing, so the pipe mm. doesn't quite seal on it. And okay. you know, three times we've tried, and it's it's not having it. So we've we've got that awkward. Oh well, and it's the same on we're doing uh, just doing a couple of repairs on an air cooled um, combi van, and the intake manifold cracked. Uh-uh. So as we took it off, it was cracked and it fell apart. So we said, look, we either need to get a new one or we're going to try and weld it, but it's not ideal. Yeah. Because if the surface isn't perfectly straight, the rest of the manifold won't bolt on. Right. Well, we'll try and weld it then because I don't want to wait. And then in taking it to their welder for them to do because our <sighs> welder wouldn't touch it, yeah. they've lost lost the stud <sighs> out of it. There we go. So now I can't bolt the thing back on anyway. It's like, great. <laughs> So, <laughs> who knows? Who knows? <laughs> did you uh, did you do a circle of the car park today and take a look at some of the the rolling stock out there? This um, Lambo and the green Merc, they were there again. Yeah, I didn't see anything else. Oh, I saw a nice white Beetle with chrome. Uh, did you see those hubcaps on it? Because yeah. that that like the caught- retro. <laughs> They're really cool, aren't they? That caught my attention right off as I I pulled in. Yeah. You know, you do the quick look. It's like, uh, uh, and I was like, whoa. Nice. You can't miss them. You're blinded by them. Yeah, you well, that's it. If you crash the car into the, <laughs> the building site. <laughs> Public 
service announcement. Yeah, it's like, yo, Chrome. There's no. a car in the car park <laughs> in directly in line with the sun with Chrome wheels. You, you see that with the, the Twin Towers here in Dubai on a sunny day and that when it's when it's hitting and ricocheting off and you can physically see the beam yeah. and you're all I'm thinking is if there's a paraglider or someone out there they're a goner you're done yeah you're just finished so yeah it's nice to it's nice to, like you say it's nice to see it when it's like coming off of the Burj Al Arab yeah. or yeah whatever it looks quite picturesque but I won't like to be landing the helicopter on top of it. You go, man. I'm, I'm with you. I'm 100% with you there. I talked to a helicopter pilot about that once. And I was like, oh, I feel, feel like I've lived here long enough now because I've seen a helicopter. Because we were at AAA in al We were opposite, like directly opposite. The right. Jalarab. So we'd see them all the time. And I talked to the guy. I was like, oh, it's awesome. I said, have you done it? He said, yeah, yeah. It's a bit of a rite of passage if you're a, you're a helicopter pilot from anywhere in the world. You've got to land on there because it's really iconic but it's really difficult he said the wind is bad enough because it's on the sea and it blows around and you're high up obviously yeah but obviously where they've got the um the, the structure of the sort of exoskeleton of the building uh-huh. it creates a wind tunnel either side <laughs> oh no so it's, it's, it's quite hairy trying to trying to land the helicopter so every time you put that every time they would put one of those down it's like did yeah. it again and that's it's the only time you truly realize how big that building is i mean i've been inside it like, yeah but you don't realise how big it is even driving up to it until you see how minuscule the helicopter is landing on it. <laughs> like, whoa, how far yeah. away is that? And it's it's when the helicopter's landed and then you can't see it anymore. And yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, you sort well. of see them coming down and think, it must yeah. be behind it. It must be miles yeah. away. Yeah. No, nope. It's just a huge building. Yeah. That's one of the casualties of this, of, of the pandemic, is I don't see as many helicopters. I mean, I see helicopters, but I don't see them landing on as many of the buildings. I don't yeah. see as much of the helicopter tourism. As you always get the... From the police academy, yeah. you always get the, the black ones going up from up and down from there. But otherwise, yeah, you don't see as much of the tourists and yeah. the, the fly over the city helicopters, do you? Yeah, yeah. The cars I saw this morning, one that really caught my attention, and it, and and it's just under. I think it's the understated vehicle in Toyota's saloon lineup is the Avalon. And I saw a new Avalon this morning, and you know, put the pedal to the metal to keep up so I could keep looking at it. And it was just sweet looking. It really, you know, it, it, nothing special yet. And it was, it was kind of that, uh, off white egg shelly kind of thing, not yellow, but just beautiful, beautiful lines. I've always wondered about the Avalon, about how Lexus feel about it. Yeah. Because it's, as Lexus as it can be, it, really. Well, that's the thing, because I was looking, I was going, is that a Lexus? And, yeah. and I think for me, what really made me look at it and and keep up with it was going, I don't want to own a Lexus. As much as I like it, it just has a negative thing in my head in that I see so many of them used as Uber vehicles and it's just good. Yeah, yeah. And the Avalon doesn't, it, it has the Lexus look, but not quite. It's still, it. I mean, I had to take a second look because I'm thinking, oh, that's cool. that's a, is that a new Camry? And then I realized, no, no, that's bigger than the Camry. That mm. no, that's the Avalon, and it's, it was, it's. I just think it's one of those perfect vehicles. And when you start looking at what it, I mean, it's Toyota. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's, it's got a great pedigree. Yeah, it's going to be reliable. Yeah, going to be you know, well appointed. And the, the, one of the problems with the, the, for me, one of the problems with the Japanese stuff, they're never really cutting edge. There's never any. Yeah. But the benefit of that is that by the time they've implemented some tech or a new system or whatever it may be, it's figured out and it's as good as it can be. But you never get one that's sort of cutting edge, which which kind of allowed me 
<laughs> which which hold on a second this is a piece that they've written in there oh no <laughs> just trying to enlarge here what do they say they 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 are, their tagline here is is exhilarating design meets cutting edge technology extreme for a new chapter in premium the avalon embodies dynamic luxury at its finest and it's very it's weird for me how lexus have sort of it, it just looks like the Lexus, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's so it's close. The same. I know they're the same car, but you don't really get that with, you know, you don't. That's very, very close. Yeah, no, it's so close, but it's just far enough away that it's not. And I, I mean, I'm looking at the interior of some of the, you know, the, 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 the way it, it, the futuristic design on the inside, and it just reminds me of a, a really. It reminds me of a four by four, just the leather appointment, the way it looks. I mean, I could easily see how you could get into your Land Cruiser and then get into your Avalon and away you go. Yeah. I mean, this, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking they've really stretched the meaning of cutting edge here. <laughs> the 3.5 litre V6 engine. Well, that's hardly cutting edge, is it? 164,000 for the top of the line, the Avalon Limited with 3.5. And then you've got the SE version is 149. But again, it's it's a big engine. That's that's right up there with it's that's that's knocking on the Maxima's door. Yeah, I mean that's that's who they compete with anyway. But it's it's a fast car. Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't know what the um. I mean it's 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 great for this region. Big car. It's probably it's it's something that's too big to be found on the European shores. I think. Mm. But for here in North American markets, I think it's it's probably perfect. Yeah, because they say it's full size. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's big. I was still back in the old days where the, the Caprice Classic was a full-size car. And I'm looking at the Avalon, and every time I go to rent a car and I get something, they say this is full-size, I go, no, no, a Lincoln's full-size. Oh, this, yeah. this is not a Lincoln Town car. Yeah, what is wrong with this key? Why is that? <laughs> you looking at the key fob? Oh, no. Look at the rear AC vents. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm it's got down at the bottom. There's a whole grid of pictures. I mean, this is fantastic audio content for somebody. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, here we are. Oh, we're on the Toyota. Oh the no, Toyota. <laughs> I'm imagining Toyota.com. But look at those rear AC vents straight out of the taxi grade Camry. <laughs> it is. It's, they, 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 and, and the key fob. So the the two things uh, uh, and the sunglass holder. And yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So when I said it reminds me of a Camry, and in one sense it does, and it's 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 got all these. It's got this refined leather. It's got great you know, the buttons and it's got great boot space. And then what do they do? They literally have on your armrest. So imagine you're sitting in the back on the armrest. There's the AC vents coming out at you exactly like out of a Camry. All the contact points look a little bit, mm, just no, that'll do. Yeah. But you know, it, it is a, it is a striking car. It looks. That like would turn it. me off right away. If I got in and I'm looking at all the buttons, I'm looking at all the tech. It looks great. I'm looking at the seats and then I'd see that. It would maybe go, oh, really? Yeah. Like I'd weird. expect that in a Wrangler. Yeah, I it looks better on the outside than it does on the inside from what I can see there. Yeah. But they're making a big deal about it, having adaptive cruise and lane change assist. So I don't know how that's cutting edge, but they won't go wrong on all the German stuff that it came out 10 years, 15, 20 years ago on that had the teeth in trouble with them. You know, you know what else they're really pushing? Heads up display. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. Uh, get that on the go kart now. Oh man! But yeah, I mean, it's got the look. I, I guess it's it's like anything, right? If you if you own a Camry and you're thinking, you know what, I'm, I'm you know, I'm in my mid forties, late forties, time to move up to the next thing in the line. Five though, you're going to get yourself a pretty decent second hand Land Cruiser for that. Yeah, 
aren't you? Mm. But do you need a Land Cruiser? That's the thing. I mean, you want one, but everybody needs one. (laughs) Well, that was Glenn Power and myself, PowerWorks Light. If you want to get in touch with us, follow us on the socials at Podaholics, at the James Cast, at Glenn That Car Guy, or just fire us an email, Podaholics with a K at gmail.com. Loving the music for the show? Our podcast music was provided by thepodcasthost.com and Alatu, the podcast maker. Find your own free music over at thepodcasthost.com forward slash free music. Thanks for listening. Share the link. So long for now. <laughs>